0: If you want legendary service, if you, you want sweeter, sweeter discounts, discounts travel the with insurance. See what it's all about. Switch to insurance. Get a quote and save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Insurance.
1: insurance. Vote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home.
0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to the All Things Dave Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all the freaks, geeks, losers, goobers, podcasters, and fellow YouTubers. I'm your host, Phantom Dark Dave. Did you see the episode? Top five favorite horror movie posters. And joining me for this episode, I said this episode, is the dude who makes horror posters. What's up, Neil?
1: Hello again. This is what, th- three times in a month? <laughs> this is how we do it, man. <laughs> Yeah, those sort of people aren't getting sick of me. I'm, um, in fact, to you, To be honest, I'd be quite upset if you did this without me.
0: There you go. Yeah, this is kind of the one that uh, is in your wheelhouse. And with that being said, I told you right up front that we had some rules on here. And my number one, I say number two rules, starting with one is that they have to be like actually theoretical. You know, or movie box posters, right? So they got to be licensed posters. But then, two, no fan-made posters, which also meant no Neil Fraser graphics posters, because I, I know you you had to make a whole new list because of that. But I'm telling you right now, you never know when I might do an episode of top five favorite Neil Fraser graphics posters, so I wanted to leave that option
1: open. <laughs> it's it? A- is that a sly dig at the fact that I've never had a licensed print done? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but uh, no, I man, I thought it'd be cool to pick. I, your I've, brain. Done, I've done originals. I've done originals. They just not made it to cinema. So.
0: Mm. Well, neither have you, man. You uh, you ain't getting out of that house much.
1: No, no, uh, you know, um, I, I'm trying to save up, save money at the minute because we we're, we're, we're moving moving house so it's um uh, every penny is um you know and who else you know i've got i've got as you can see i've got a collection of real nice pajamas that that Mm -hmm. i I seem to wear so yeah i
0: get to see neil in his uh, pajamas but man he was rocking this horror movie blanket that i i'm completely fond of it looks amazing he had all the characters on there and you know in horror we we root for the villains and they're all on there
1: yeah, one of my one of my few buys from um, a, a, a dodgy eBay store that actually came looking like it did in the picture. So I was quite quite surprised when it turned up, and that's what it <laughs> all, actually was. All of a sudden, I'm gonna get a Neil Fraser's blanket.
0: It could happen. It It'll could be happen. a blanket of you wearing a blanket. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like Neil wrapping but his arms around I, you. I,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've seen many a horror story of, of people that have bought something off eBay and then what what is right is a picture of the thing that they bought. So they bought a picture of a picture.
0: <laughs> I've never heard that, but that's terrifying because I'm actually a frequent buyer on eBay. That's where I get all my VHS tapes from.
1: Yeah, but, just, you know, but always, my advice, always buy through PayPal because you're covered okay
0: well i'll be pissed if i bought a picture of a vhs because that's not cool man (laughs) i already have that (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) exactly so the other thing i told neil is that we're going to do our five favorites and we're allowed one honorable mention and so we're going to kick start the episode with our honorable mentions we'll do our normal five to one countdown we have no idea what is on each other's list uh this is open to worldwide posters not strictly united states not strictly uk and uh yeah another reason neil keeps making his way on here is because we have the best schedule like when i get home from work it's before he goes to bed so we cross paths and it works good so if you don't like neil then just plan on not liking me because it is what it is but all right buddy you ready to do this thing yeah let's do it all right man let's kick start uh let's say here um do you want to go first or second you're my guest i'm gonna give you the choice
1: Oh, I'll go first. All right, start us off with your honourable mention. Well, we've discussed... first time we ever spoke was kind of my obsession with blockbuster video and uh, horror VHS tape covers. Um, now, and I've also discussed before about how very often the covers of said VHS tapes had very little to do with the film. Um, and this particular one... Is one that has stuck with me since the first time I ever saw it, and I had to wait about a decade before I actually got to see the film. Um, and that is 1986's House. Oh, yeah. And I finally got to see it, and there wasn't a hand anywhere. Um, <laughs> not a dead hand. <laughs> no, I thought that I thought the whole premise of it I was lied to as, a, as like a 10 year old like the, 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 the premise of the film was like a, a severed hand that's kind of the, the chasing down the owner and I thought yeah. like, that sounds amazing and I saw this poster and it's like this, this looks fantastic and then I got to see it it's like hang on have I watched the right film I mean it was great but it's like well where's the <laughs> where's the hand and like, I mean it is a poster that has inspired I mean Scare Package had a very similar you know that was a nod to, to to House I mean it's a style of artwork that you can see you know it's that style of artwork that you know Iron Maiden had and and, and those the, the, oh, the metal yeah. bands from the 80s um, and it just it's, it's a very simple image you know black with red text the sort of doorbell and the hand and you're kind of it, it's a very eye-catching yet sim- simplistic poster that that really even though like i said it has nothing to do with the film it's it still screams that film
0: yeah and i, I got a question for you i, I went to um let me hop over to imdb really quick cuz i'm curious
1: there's two there's two there are two posters for the house I'm right, not, right. not the ones that
0: well <laughs> I wanted to look at the sequel. I was curious if it was there was two hands, but there's not. It's just another hand holding a key to the door, and it says it gets weirder.
1: Yeah, again, yeah, again. <laughs> so so like, by the time I actually got to see the first one, I'd seen the posters for all these house films. All had hands. All had severed hands on. And I did. I think they did give us one in like three. I think we did get one eventually. Okay. Okay. Well, well, that's I, cool. I don't. I.
0: Yeah. That's an iconic it, poster, it, it, man. It, it, because I, I remember it is, seeing it. it in several um, not even blockbuster necessarily but almost just the local video stores that was one everybody had up
1: yeah I mean it's it's, it's, it's kind of one of the iconic 80's horror posters but I mean I, I I used it as honorable mention but I just couldn't find out who did it I couldn't find out the artist so okay well, it was me um, <clears throat> you're welcome sorry about the hand it was William
0: Cat's <laughs> hand but you didn't know that so <laughs> alright very good house Horror comedy. Good times. Um, My honorable mention is from 1999, The Blair Witch Project. I absolutely love the poster for The Blair Witch Project because it really emphasizes really what the movie is about. It has uh, the character Heather, you know, she's on the cover, but you only see her from, like, the nose up, and it's kind of a black and white image of her with flashlights igniting uh, just some of her facial features but above her it has the print that tells us you know in october of 1994 three student filmmakers disappeared in the woods near Berkensville, Maryland with uh, while shooting a documentary. A year later their footage was found. And then it has the iconic red symbol of the little stick man that's hung in the woods everywhere then above that you just see a silhouette of the woods. And uh, shout out to Hope Madden from Fright Club Podcast because I know she's terrified of the woods but I know that. I'm sure that's a common phobia for most and camping and everything that that movie's about I think is really projected on this poster because you see it and you go well, I want to know what happened to him, and so I just I feel like it's a really good one to uh, get people to to pick up the cover or to see the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think it came out like it did purely because of their lack of budget, but I, I, sometimes when you have to, you know, it's it's basically just a that shot from the film cropped, and, you know, they they just color blended it into in, into the background, but um, it works really well. I mean, I remember seeing the seeing this poster, uh, it was like a little art house cinema before it got picked up for its main run so i went into i went into seeing it man uh completely blind and oh my god i yeah i was terrified um but yeah i mean it's kind of one of my I'm, i'm kind of i wouldn't say i don't like but my my not preferred Kind of style of poster is kind of that simplistic okay kind of well list. that's good that's marvelous I, I pre- yeah i think mean, the thing is i know lots of people that do them and are very very successful at doing them which is incidentally why i'm, I'm never going to get a job with 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 marvel hmm. because they they like that that that's all they do now is this simplistic and my friends are very very good at that do do them but it's just not something that i'm kind of i'm very much more is more yeah
0: okay so, hmm. I, don't I do know love if, this poster. I don't know if more is more is actually used by most people. That might just be you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, it got me to purchase the movie, got me to watch that movie, and uh, it made my list as an honorable mention, which means there's five other ones I prefer. So let's dive into it and talk about your number five.
1: Okay, I'm I'm going to go with what's a guy who's considered the king, um, and I really, really, I, I don't want to jump on the Drew Struzan train, but... I'm gonna go with the Drew Struzan poster, but not the one you're thinking of. It's a film that I actually saw for the first time two days ago, I was going through Tubi, um, and I stumbled across it and went, oh, that's a cool, that's a cool poster. It's it's suddenly become one of my favorite things that Drew Struzan's ever done, and that's 1976 Squirm. If you've not, I I I, I didn't know that Dr- the true Strosin had a had a horror period. But he <laughs> he he not, he not before he got picked up before he got picked up by Star Wars before he got picked up by um, by all the all the, you know the big films he did. Um, he made this fantastic poster for Squirm, which is basically like a skull, and it's got like the red worms coming out and wrapping around the bodies with the tree, and it's 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 absolutely superb. Like the art style is great. I mean, it's a very different art style to what, what he went on to be famous for. So I kind of wish we'd seen more, more Strews and horror, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at it and it looks very like
1: HP Lovecraftian.
0: It's pretty gnarly.
1: There's, yeah. There's a bit of kind of impressionism in there. There's a bit of, it's just, it's just it's such a um, sort of uh, out of left field, Kind of poster for him. The mm-hmm. although I, it's not really out of left field because he did that before anything else. So <laughs> kind of where it's kinda yeah, I wish we'd got more of this. I mean, it's it's a fantastic poster, and it, it, I mean, I only saw it for the first time a couple of days ago, and it's already one of my favourite, um, you know, well my fifth favourite um, horror poster ever. That so says a lot. And the film is also great. Oh yes, if yeah, I've seen it. Film, yeah.
0: What's funny about Squirm is it's a movie where I often forget the title of it because there's so many other movies with a similar basis to it that have the names of like Slug or something that it's So you think it like well, no, it starts with an S. Like what is? And then you know when you see the cover, you kind of squirm and it does the trick. Like, oh, yep that that's what it is.
1: <laughs> uh, annoyingly, it's not the cover that kind of gets shown most. I mean, is no. the, the Japanese. There's a Japanese one that that seems to get more recognition than than the Struzan one, but I don't know why. (laughs)
0: That's okay. All right, so let's go into my number five. It's a movie that I absolutely love. It was actually the first movie that I showed Julie, and uh, it's from 2014, It Follows. But it's not the one that has the car it's the one that has our main character in the car it's hand-drawn it's the one where she's looking in the rearview mirror it's such an iconic image because it shows her hand holding and it's kind of shows because it just it reminds us what the movie's about is how there's something always creeping up behind you and then on the poster it says you know it doesn't think it doesn't feel it doesn't give up and it's It's simple, but it also it has so much detail. Like there's even a glare, like on the mirror uh, over by where her hair's coming up, the silhouette, and her eyebrows are raised up. And it just, I love the combination of the colors, where it has almost like that fog type background, but then in red letters it says "It follows." It just looks so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I I ripped it off for my uh, for the a jewel poster that I did. Oh, Um, because. I, I, yeah, I mean, when I saw that, I, I, I absolutely love that one as well. It was done by, I'm going to butcher his name now, Akiko Sterenberger, who has done, from what I can see, not a huge amount of big hits. He seems to be kind of, does a lot of indie stuff.
0: Well,
1: um, hey. But he's a fantastic artist, so
0: Oh, it shows on this one. I, I gotta look more into it. I didn't purposely write down the names because some of these I I knew I couldn't pronounce. But funny story about It Follows. I told you it was the first movie I showed Julie. <laughs> if you have any romantic interest in the woman you're gonna date, don't let the very first movie you show her a horror movie about sexually transmitted possession diseases. Like that wasn't very smart.
1: <laughs> Nothing sets no, the mood no. better. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it wasn't the first date or anything, was it? Because that that, that would be worse.
0: I mean, we have an interesting history of how it worked. Um, It was one of those things. So real quick, you know, for people that don't know, Julie and I have been together for coming up on two years now, but we had initially met about... Oh geez, almost twenty years ago, and we were friends for a couple years. We went our separate ways, did life for you know like seventeen, eighteen years, and then reunited. So our first reunite was also like our first date and our first day together. Like it, we came together and we knew it was gonna work. You know what I mean? So to answer your question, yes, kinda. But she also had nowhere else to go, so it worked
1: out. <laughs> 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 That's the um, the Dennis method, isn't it? It Just, is. You know, cor- the corner David. them so they, yeah, corner <laughs> them so they can't get away. I didn't drug her. <laughs> no Novocaine. Not this time, no. Um, cool. So Thanks. my my number four is a poster the I absolutely adore the style of, but I believe it was ripped off from another poster, <laughs> but they both were, and I, I love them both. So, uh, I'm going to go with, um, from 2015, uh, The Visit. Now this is, this is one that I'm pretty sure was ripped off from Fargo, oh. which is the sort of embroidery, uh, style, um, poster. Um, the the original well, I mean, the fiber one was done by uh, an agency called Optic Nerve. But having worked for agencies, I know exactly how things like that work. Oh, that's nice. We'll just rip that off. <laughs> um, so this was done by an agency called LA, who have done a lot. Uh, you know, they seem to be one of Hollywood's go-to studios uh, agencies for for stuff like this. Um, but the the visit is basically um, so it's basically an, an embroidered canvas with Grandma's rules embroidered on it so you've got one have a great time two is as- eat as much as you want three don't ever leave your room after 9:30. with some blood the embroidery of the house and then the visit um it it's kind of the perfect setup for the film i mean the film is fantastic it's one, it one of my favorite Shyamalan films um but this is kind of it really sets it up sort of so you've got your your you know your 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 grandma aesthetic. It's a bit dirty as well. The, um, the yeah, canvas it's stained. is stained. Yeah. As we find out, you know, actually in the film, like that kind of stuff's there. And then um, you've got the bloody fingerprints on it. It's it's just, a, it's a very, you know, there's me saying, I don't really like simplistic. I've but... uh, chosen two. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is about as simplistic as I like it to get. It's, 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 it's just really really cl- kind of clever um imagining of, of of you know grandma and uh what the film's about well
0: yeah because most and, and you know elderly folks especially the women uh grandmothers it's always like one out of two that does the sewing or the knitting or embroidery like you said of some kind like so we're all familiar with what it looks like and traditionally older folks do it uh, not saying younger can't, just usually don't. Uh, now we have smartphones. Why would you? But it's so funny because it sets up the idea that oh, this is gonna, this is about evil old people. And then you see the movie and you go, that's kind of right.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and I mean, I've just got up the the Fargo poster next to it, and they are <laughs> eerily similar, but heavily you know, inspired uh, by.
0: That's what we're going with.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I make a living out of doing that. So. There
0: you go. <laughs> I always uh, I was talking to my buddy Jose, and I was telling him the, uh, or was it Ed the Undead? Some I just talked to both those guys so much, but it was like the highest form of flattery. You know, it's, it's copying, <laughs> so, you
1: know. Oh yeah, but I mean, there's copying, and then there's this. But um, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I I didn't read it. I didn't read of any lawsuits, so you know. Um... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. Fargo's good. And, um, let, let's go into my number four,
0: because I'm really curious. I know this is a movie you really like, and this one kind of bounced around on my list a little bit. It's just the fact that my top three are so perfect that this one fell very comfortably at number four, and uh, it is the 1984 theoretical and very controversial poster release of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Dude, um... <laughs> you, it basically, you have a, a snow, a snow-covered roof with the chimney sticking out by three or four feet, and everybody knows Santa Claus goes down the chimney, and we see Santa Claus's arm. He's already down the chimney. He's just kind of like he's pulling his uh, sack of toys, except it's not. He's got a double-bladed uh, axe that he's pulling, and it says, "You've made it through Halloween." Now, try and survive Christmas. And I love it because it's a nod to the holiday horror, but, you know, Halloween, uh, basically 1978, was so successful that everybody was trying to get in the slasher market. And I know we had, you know, uh, Christmas Evil and a few other, but the Silent Night Deadly Night franchise is kind of the one that's synonymous with Christmas and horror. And what's more Christmas horror than a Santa Claus that kills people? And just to know that. Like I remember seeing this cover at like a video city back in the day and I'm like I have to watch this movie and then you find out like Linnea Quigley's in it it's great but my goodness the amount of con- like they had to pull this poster down because it was terrifying children
1: which of course <laughs> That that that's kind of that's my dream to have that happen to me to be honest um but yeah <laughs> I mean this, this again I mean I I'm, I'm I'm with you on that I I I saw it um again in the video store it would have, would have been in the magazine just just like nah this is a killer santa claus i need to see it
0: yeah yeah and the you know the it's a silent night in black letters but then deadly nights in red letters and then of course the d and the n are bleeding down and it says he knows when you've been naughty and i'm like man they're just swinging for the fences with this one but it really really works for what the film shows you because you do get a killer santa claus
1: yeah i mean i seem to i, I I've, I've got this you know when you've got that vision in your head i swear that there was a version that had blood on the axe oh. but that might just be that might just be me doing that kind of uh, mandela effect thing where i swear yeah. i swear the one that i used to see had blood on the axe and that's what they had to take off but uh, i i did uh, that's from what i can remember it did but i
0: Somebody out there who's listening is going to Google it and find out real quick and then we'll do the same (laughs) but uh, I think it's just as effective without but yes if it had blood on the axe it would be even more effective so I don't know if you can even show that kind of violence on a theoretical poster probably not Uh, Things
1: are different now Um, Now you have to You can't even have You can't have uh, I know now you can't have a gun pointing out Gun has to be pointing to the side. You can't have. Oh, oh there's a hole. There's a hole. Is the rule? Okay. Oh, well, that yeah, makes sense. You, you, uh, yeah. You. You. Yeah. You. You. won't ever. but well, you should never have a gun pointing out. They don't allow it.
0: That's okay. I, um, I assume that that's harder to draw anyway. You know, having it pointing
1: right at it. Pointing <laughs> to the
0: side's easier.
1: I have. Oh, hang on. I found it is a fan art version. i just. I was just nah, I was just, just doing a googling thing. But, um. Uh. Yeah. So I mean, I'm. You know. I would love to see a reboot with sure. if they do do a reboot and I may or may not have heard something but if they do do a reboot I would love to see I, I want them to pay homage to 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 this poster when they do because i I think it needs to be um, it needs to be done it needs to it really needs to have that kind of that imagery. I, you can get away with this now. So, okay. Well, I
0: would say um if there will be a reboot done, then maybe you need to do the poster and I expect to see blood on the axe, Neil.
1: I'm 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 positioning myself to be able to do that. Don't there worry.
0: Go. <laughs> now we now we know what to look forward to. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's find out. We're getting into it now. Top 3. What do you got for number 3?
1: Uh, we just talked about it. It was Silent oh, night Oh, that's as incredible! Yeah, well. uh, I did. It, just a fantastic poster uh, again. Uh, again, this is like not an overly complicated poster. I'm starting to, I'm starting to sort of rethink to my, my whole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we might have to edit, edit that section out where nope. I said I don't like minimalistic <laughs> posters. You've
0: learned that. I'm rethink my strategy
1: here. Um, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, I, I like some of the alternate ones that have been done for the collector's editions, and and um, you know, sure. the, the the Blu-rays have some fantastic artwork on those. But this just strikes, you know. I, again, I think it's just it's just pulling me back to the '80s. It's it's taking me back to to that time when I'd see see stuff like this in the store, and just you know, a big 18 sticker, so I could never get it. I, it was just, you know, my, my parents would never, never, ever rent anything like that for me
0: yeah that's the unfortunate Um, thing about it is it it works too well in what it's selling because no parent in their right mind is going to let their children see this horror movie because it like further diminishes the uh, law of what Santa Claus is and represents and so
1: there was a a lot of scope back then to trick your parents into getting new stuff because you'd be like no no it's nothing it's just uh, the box will just have you know something quite innocent on it when you know as soon as they're not looking you put it on and I'm just like <laughs>
0: <laughs> parents are gonna rent grizzly you know it's okay good stuff mm. santa
1: claus is the actor. exactly. probably not <laughs> no um it's it's just it's just fantastic fantastic artwork that that kind of still inspires me to kind of think a bit more when i'm working as to kind of try and be a bit cleverer i mean it's just, it's simple enough and it's just like damn that's really clever
0: <laughs> well yeah because everybody knows who and what santa claus looks like but it axe in the hand it
1: makes a statement you know yeah and i i imagine that the something like this may well have been done long before production was ever even considered so it's like yeah oh you do absolutely. i mean i i get to do it a lot you know it's like oh we, we need a we, we need a film poster but we've got nothing but a script yet so you know um can you do us something you know like, okay uh, so i imagine this is possibly what happened here um it's just like oh just, just, let's just do this but mm. sometimes it's sometimes the uh, simplest ideas are the best that's
0: right and you know when you said that uh, we had already talked about your number three i thought i had messed up i was just like oh damn it but uh I you know I was wondering if we'd have some crossover. I, I never thought it would have been this though. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, you you know, I'm a massive fan of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, so it's kind of the trouble with this is like it's a it's a rabbit hole, and I'm sure as oh, you, yeah. as you <laughs> as you discovered it's a, it's kind of a rabbit hole, and I mean it's so subjective as well because it's kind of what you know for, for me it's not necessarily what is kind of the best in terms of, of, of how it's done. It's more like the, the way it's kind of affected me or it's inspired me or it's kind of intrigued me to, you know. So for me personally, a great poster is something that makes me want to watch it. Yeah. For somebody else, it might be the technical aspect of it. Um, so it's just, it's, it's great in, um, I mean, at least we're not having, when I went on to did the Fave Five from Fans, uh, we had so many crossovers. It, it was, like, I think, like four out of five were basically crossovers. <laughs> All right. Well, let me
0: go ahead and throw in my number three. See if this keeps going. Uh, the last movie poster was an image that sold, you know, had people rent it. Where this movie poster is probably the most iconic, iconic bleh, image in the film, and it's easily one of the best horror movies ever made i'm talking about my number three 1973 the poster for the exorcist dude um the black and the purple and then the silhouette of the exorcist who gets out and in, for anybody that doesn't think twice about it you know the exorcist is not the demon it's the person performing the exorcism and so we have our priest standing in the street when the only light is not really coming from the light post it's coming from the possession the demonic room and it's kind of almost like a light from heaven that's that's peering down on him as presenting the idea that he is the only saving grace and it just oh, I just there's not too much on this poster, right? It just, you know, it tells us the story, the director, the exorcist. I mean, it's it just screams at you and lets you know what you're getting into is about is some eerie shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is like the um, Bill Gold did this. He was famously um, did this poster, and it's it's just. It, I mean, it's iconic. Yes, for many reasons. I mean. Um obviously it's, it's 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 like you say, it's an iconic image from the film. But it's kind of like when I look at it, it's like, well, which came first? Did they did they did they do the poster and then recreate it in the film or did you know? Um but it it just you just know something's going on, don't you? It's just kind of perfect, it's perfectly lit, perfectly coloured. Yep. Um again Quite simplistic. <laughs> God damn it! Um, okay. But I mean, I I I I also love this film. I mean, Bill Gold is a fantastic artist, anyway. So, and it um, seems
0: like we we don't get black and purple used together as often, and it just works so well. Like no other color belongs on this poster.
1: No, I mean it's just it's just that kind of it's kind of like an unsettling. Sort of that kind of pukey colour, just just slight tinge of it, which you know, again, um, it's like a violet. That kind of yellowy green, which we see quite a lot of at certain points in the film.
0: I feel like Um,
1: I feel like if
0: uh if someone else made a different poster and they used the same color scheme together you would be like hey that's that's the same as the exorcist poster i feel like it stands out as being this poster and in so many times there's different versions of a poster where this one you know there's a couple other ones where it shows linda blair but i like that this one conceals what the demon looks like and it really just shows us a little bit and it's totally enough
1: yeah, I mean, this I mean, uh, whether it comes up on anybody's list or not, but there, there are there are there were a few film posters that just, you know, you just can't rip off or in, get inspired by without it being obvious. see, so, so this, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, obviously, Jaws. You, you, you've just got these these films that you can't. They're uncopyable because they're so iconic. And this is definitely, you know, almost sort of. Um, single-handedly um, got a monopoly on silhouettes for sure because of this poster. So. <laughs>
0: well and you think about it too so like horror in the 50s it all they were always very bright and vivid uh, post uh, um, covers where it was always a you know gigantic monster terrorizing a town or something of that nature and you know 60s were kind of dominated by hammer a little bit but uh as we get into the mid to late 60s were something like this and then the early 70s like jaws and everything it really came down to making like the scariest poster it wasn't necessarily like the flashiest and you know oh look this nice godzilla versus megalodon thing you know or whatever but seeing something like the exorcist or silent night deadly night like these posters are now making a very specific statement of watch this it's
1: scary as hell yeah. Uh, I, I can't, you know, I can't kind of say enough, you know, good things about this poster. It's just it, it, it's it's just one of one of the most iconic fil- uh, films ever and yep. you know, if you're going to have uh, to have an iconic film like that it needs to be the full package, so you have to have an iconic artwork with it and this certainly does that.
0: Yeah, and there's a few films that do it very well. So cool. Let's go. Let's go to your number 2. What do you got?
1: Don't say exorcist. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to go with one that is not simple. Um, I'm going to go with one of one of the uh, the most famous um, of the 80s slashes. I'm going to go with the original Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 poster um, by Matthew Joseph Peake. Um and it's basically the famous one of of Nancy in the bed with a hand under the blanket. Oh yeah. Freddie's glove and the kind of skull, um, the sort of skull—it's uh, supposed to be Freddie again. I, I don't think they'd quite um, figured out what Freddie was going to look like when they did this. Then, um, I mean, there's been several iterations of um, of, of, of this of, of this poster. I mean, there was a, a much more—the Japanese one was a much more um, artworked one exactly the same but but just more artwork with a few more things going on um, there was an alternative one by Graham Humphreys who did the poster art for number two mm. the, the best the best of the Nightmare on Elm that, Street that is uh, um, but the this 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 original poster is just again when we're talking about iconic um, iconic sort of imagery um, having having that you know, indicating the dreaming plus the hand under the you know to, it sort of. I I, I watched a um, um, I think it was a video on on kind of the the psychology behind Nightmare on Street, and they were talking about the poster, and they were saying that you know the the fact that her her hands under the covers is sort of to insinuate you know a teenage girl sort of finding herself literally, um, mm-hmm. and kind of in that sort of semi semi dream state. Um, well, I was gonna
0: say, Neil, just... I
1: don't remember Nancy sleeping naked in bed. Do you? <laughs> no, 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 unfortunately. Um, that, 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 hopefully, there'd be a director's cut, but uh, uh, I don't
0: think there's that kind of cut.
1: I mean, again, this is this is a film that I could, you know, you couldn't get your parents to rent for you. No. <laughs> By that Mum, can I have this? No, <laughs> no, you can't. I love the tagline on the poster. It
0: says, "If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming." She won't wake <laughs> up at all, and I'm like,
1: "Ooh, man!" Yeah, again, it was it. a little sort of subtle subtext. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: well, Neil, I think this is a fantastic choice. I'm just, I keep staring at it because like I never really look. I'm, like I've always known this poster; it's always been the main cover of my VHS tape for this movie. But just like the detail and the fact that her hair is like all stretched out on her pillow, and it's all it's got like a Medusa look where all the hair's waving around. It just sounds like an unsettling night. You know, and she's terrified. Yeah, I love the way the yeah, and I mean, the lights coming through the window. You know what I mean? You just get a little bit going across.
1: Yeah, I mean, he um, he actually did pretty much all of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, um, but it's it's just that kind of I don't know. It's it's the the, the light in the the it's really well lit but it's obvious it's, it's like late night as well. And it's just, right. it's a, a fantastic color combination. And I, I've something I, I've always struggled with is, is doing something that's supposed to be dark at night, but still having it bright enough to, to actually make sense. And this, this is kind of perfect. I mean, well,
0: even some it, filmmakers struggle with that just in the movie <laughs> you're talking about the poster. <laughs> uh, well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, the sort of modern day, um, <laughs> the modern day, everything's got to be black, but, um, it's it's just fantastic i mean again just with the the, the, her staring uh, the staring eyes it's kind of really gives you kind of that creepy unsettling feeling that that again uh, you you'd see the poster i want to rent this but again i had to wait well you know i had to wait a good 15 years before i actually got to see it so Mm.
0: and then you were disappointed that nancy wasn't nude that's okay Actually, I guess technically she was in the bathroom scene, but we're we're not. This isn't top five bathroom scenes. This is posters. Uh, Great choice, man. Um, I remember, just side note, I bought this movie at a Texaco gas station for 10 bucks, Brand new VHS. Try to do that today. It cost you like 50 Just saying. Times have changed. Do you still have it? I mean, I've since re... So, you know, when I went through my divorce and everything, I got rid of all my stuff. And then ever since you know, I've rebuilt my life together, I've been buying, and so I'll just have you know I have all the Nightmare no behind me, so yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man, let's go into my number two. So, honest to truth, <laughs> my one and two could kind of go in any order. I love both of these posters. I think they are amazing, so I just settled on just my time (laughs) you know i didn't want to change my list too much and so my number two is a movie that's near and dear to my heart because it kicks off one of the best horror franchises in the world and it is the amityville horror from 1979 but it's the german poster Okay, and so this isn't the cover art that's used on the VHS tape this one is strictly like a velvet purple silhouette with black and it has the iconic image of the house and then the house is reflecting in the shadow but you don't get the reflection of the house it's an upside down crucifix and you talk about making a statement this is one of the best horror posters I have ever seen in my life
1: I'm just trying to find it I don't remember ever seeing it (laughs)
0: You may have never seen it before. I'm going to send it to you. That way you can yeah. see exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah, the Amityville I mean, that series alone, everybody knows it's uh, I think you found it. I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna send it to you anyway cuz I already took the damn photo. But yeah, <laughs> just that poster, man. Um, oh, again, almost my number one, so good.
1: It's very simple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well damn neil what do you want from me simple posters work you're just now <laughs> figuring that out
1: <laughs> oh my strategy's all wrong um, yeah. i i agree is this that glowing
0: thing. crucifix opposite yeah. of the dark house like oh so good <laughs> And the fact yeah, that it's I mean, genius, like, because it's the shadow that's cast and, you know, a mirror image of something is always upside down. And so if it's an upside down crucifix, it makes sense. And knowing that the house is evil and all who enters is doomed and damned. I mean, oh, I mean, I still want to go in there, but that's just me
1: yeah i wonder how much how much of it is, is kind of the, the design is down to the amount of text that they had to get on there because they've literally written about eight paragraphs on the um, oh yeah the, it tells the, whole, at...
0: the whole story of you know the famous amityville house and what happened on the famous night of the murders in uh, new york you know rhode island area but damn those windows that look like eyes just the iconic amityville house dude
1: i mean this this kind of this would this would, wouldn't look amiss as like the Criterion re release of Amateur <laughs> and one of their their, their DVDs. Um, it's just it's kind of like that uh, sort of uh, I'm just trying to think what you call it, like sort of posterized kind of cut out, almost yeah. um, sort of block black and white. Right. Um, the is that is it's that kind of poster that if if you did, I would be terrified to send it to the client. Really? Because it's it's one of those that you could go one of two ways. They could go, the fuck is this? <laughs> or okay. They could go, this is genius. So, um, are you
0: saying you don't agree with my likes? You know, my like my, th- my style. No, no, no.
1: I, no, no, no. I love it, but it's one of those that the I would, like I said, I would be terrified to send to a client because you just don't know what they're this would be one of those ones that i would throw in as a um, if, if they wanted like three options let's see you do like a busy one and then you'd go you'd, you'd throw one in that probably took you know the idea sort of you know shut the idea down and just like but i would be terrified to send that on it's own and go here's what you're paying for because they might just go
0: well no. and i, I want to <laughs> you know i want to I say something too real quick um i i love this poster i think it's amazing but to be fair The Amityville posters that you've made have also and equally been (laughs) fantastic. Um, They couldn't make this list because of the restrictions, but your Amityville (laughs) one and two are fucking fantastic. So hats off to you, man. I mean, I have a love for Amityville, but if it's a shitty poster, it's a shitty poster, and uh, yours and this one, definitely are not.
1: I should go back in and add a glowing cross, didn't I?
0: (laughs) No, it would not work in the one you made, but the the (laughs) Amityville two possession poster that you made with the rain was genius just saying oh happy accident that fucking movie
1: (laughs) it it does yeah that there's um, when I rewatched it when I was when I was doing the uh, doing that for you it was like really is raining a lot here I've got to do something with that but oh yeah no No, I agree with you. I like it too I love it yeah um, I, I, I do love this artwork but you
0: know not enough to be your number two
1: so, no. I me, mean, my topic, my number one. Number one. Here we go. Gonna this be... is the best of yeah. the
0: best. I'm gonna set you up, Neil. Drum roll, lay it on us.
1: <laughs> well, I don't want to disappoint anyone. Um, it's basically an artist who has been my my favorite artist since I was a kid. I mean, his work. It's kind of what started it all. He's the guy that did Gremlins. He's, he's the guy that did E.T. He's on Batman Returns. Uh, it's John Alvin, but it's from 1990s Arachnophobia. Ooh. Um, I mean, what I like about this, like what I love about this poster is the fact that it not only kind of screams what the film's about, but it gives you that kind of almost Disney-esque yeah. kind of feeling to it. Uh, then again, he is, uh, John Alvin did do um, Princess Bride. Um, so it's got that kind of, that kind of colour scheme, that purple and the, and the and the blues and the kind of pinks um, with the moon and the trees sort of either side. Um, and then you've got like the, the illustration of the town in the background, but coming down in front of the moon is the spider. And it's just, this was a film you could get your parents to rent because they wouldn't think anything of it
0: oh yeah they're um, like oh this is a made I mean, for I know, made for a you know kids horror movie right so
1: yeah i mean yes i know it was, a, it was a it was a it was essentially a kids film but it was kind of horror light it was um, I and mean, let's just get a spiders then then it was a, a horrific a yes. horrific horror film yeah um but it's just i mean i love john alvin's work so much but This poster was kind of, you know, 1990, I would have been 12. And it's kind of right at that sort of turning point of, like, what do I do with my, you know, what am I doing with school? What am I doing with, you know, what do I want to do with my life? And then you kind of see something like this and it's like, I want to do that. (laughs) That's kind of, it's it's just kind of... uh, the colors and and the the way it's framed with trees and then I was
0: literally about to what? say the same the framing is genius and you talk about the way that it kind of has a disney vibe dude there is so much aladdin in this poster yes. it is insane like it looks like the city of agrabah in a midnight sky and then it has the spider coming down in some sort of like charlotte's web innocence but you know deep down that uh, a lot of bad shit's going to go down in this town and uh, I rhyme that, and it's because I'm good at what I do. But, dude, there, I'm there, the detail in the reason. silhouette trees, yeah. is so good. There,
1: there is a reason. There is a reason why it looks like Aladdin. It's because he did Aladdin as well. But, uh, <laughs> I called it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just even even in silhouette, he's still done. Like, this, like you say, the detail in the trees, even though it's just like. Essentially black, but you've just got these amazing highlights, and then, and then the detail in the in the, the the town in the distance is just absolutely perfect. For again, you know, if you're going for a poster that tells you everything you need to know about the film, this does that because it's it, it like you say, it shows you it's kid friendly yep. to a degree, Um but it's like yeah, we do have a lot of spiders in there. Um, and uh, this poster is the reason why I always put moons in my artwork.
0: Oh, usually inspired know. by John Alvin.
1: Mm. There you uh, go. Obsessing obsession with putting moons in purely because of John Alvin and this poster. So I that's it was how. because you wanted to work with full moon. I do want to work with full moon, but you know, if, if if you know, the reason it's my number one is purely because of the way it's impacting and the fact that I, I still use, like to this day, yeah. stuff that's in it, and Somebody... I try and you know, I. The the framing, I I try and use a lot. I'm working on one at the minute that is kind of framed fairly similar to this. Um, (laughs) I'm starting to think I'm going to to change it now because I think I've just I've just. um, If I could take that and put what I'm working on onto it, I'd be happy. But I I don't think they'd let me get away with it.
0: I'm just going to say, Neil, like not every movie poster can have a moon in it because you know somebody's going to be like, this. Our whole movie takes place during the day.
1: You know, something like oh, that. Oh, you'd be surprised. that you can make the sun look like the moon. Oh, I know. I've I done know. that before. But does that yeah. still count? Uh, it, I, it's done as a moon, but just by put a, by put a bright oh. thing over it. So if you look closely, you'll probably find that it's always a moon. See the man on the moon?
0: <laughs> yeah, and honest to truth, man, it wasn't until this movie came out that I, I don't even think – this is what introduced me to understanding what phobia meant. And it was like, oh, yeah. the fear of spiders, you know? Mm. And so, change it to Aquaphobia, and then you got my movie, you know? It's terrifying. So, <laughs> good call. Probably one of the best John Goodman roles in, in history.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there was a lot of good uh, performances in this film. And... I mean, I know how much uh... you love
0: Chud, but I'm just saying. And mm. uh, the, the more you and I keep talking, the more pissed off I am that I didn't put so many. But there's only five, damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All it right. nearly went on. It, it nearly no, went on, don't
0: worry. <laughs> I can imagine so, man. Your love for that movie
1: is out of this world. Um. All right, so... No, any, any excuse to, to bring up my theories, but this is not the time to bring up my, my, my crazy Home Alone theories.
0: Yeah, we're not connecting the dots today, man. But I'm going to tell you, my number one may be very predictable, but it's the idea of how I've seen this image my entire life and it wasn't until literally last year that it changed my it, it you know i'm not inspired to make posters but just seeing what someone was able to accomplish with this movie poster made me have this, this like, oh man and um, it's very simple. Also, one of the greatest horror movies ever made. It's 1978's Halloween, and it's the poster with the pumpkin and the knife. And it's the most iconically used image ever. And when you first look at it, you're like, okay, it's got you know the hand. Assumingly, it's Michael Myers. You got the blade, and it's curved, like kind of like shaping like a pumpkin. And then each after that, it's kind of like a. Um, It's like a motion, right? It shows one, two, three, four, five. It's like a trail behind uh, of the fist holding the knife. And then inside that image is, you know, the eyes and the nose cut out of the pumpkin. It's black, it's orange. It's great. It's a combination of Dave and Julie colors, black and orange, Anaheim ducks, all great. But it wasn't until I, it was pointed out to me that there's a screaming hand or screaming face on the hand and when i saw that i literally like i have this t-shirt dude i like laid it out and i covered everything with my hands except for the fist and it looked like something out of black christmas i was like holy shit this is amazing and and that kind of trickery sold me on this being like the greatest horror movie poster ever
1: yeah i mean again this is one of those up there with the you know, the iconic ones that you couldn't copy without it being obvious Yes. Um, I mean, uh, to be honest, it was, it was probably only a few years ago that I realized there was a face in the hand as well. But, yeah, um, I, this was kind of a, it's Bob Gleason did the illustration. And for what I was reading, I was actually, re- cause when I was doing the research on this, I was looking at this, this post and they were talking about, it was kind of almost a throwaway stab, at it, pun intended. Yeah. It was like a throwaway a stab at, um, the artwork by Bob Gleason. it was kind of a he kind of just threw the initial idea together and it just yeah. you know developed into this you know Good one mistake. of the most uh, yeah and it's and it, it's it's just even though it's you know um kind of doesn't really look like a pumpkin you know it's a pumpkin it's right it's so
0: kind of because the pumpkin is synonymous with halloween
1: yeah uh, it, it's, it's it just works on every level it's kind of um you don't need to know anything more about this film than stabby man stabby man <laughs> that's you're, right stabby man you're, if you're coming into this blind stabby man you, you're <laughs> gonna get exactly that.
0: well and i love you know i'm always a fan of all caps right so in the title halloween You know, it's all caps, but the H and the N are the bookends to the title, and they're larger than life, you know, on here. And it just screams that this isn't a kid's movie, right? Like, it's Halloween, but it's everything adults love about Halloween. And uh, not murdering people, but maybe watching movies about it. And uh, I don't know, man. I just... When I... I'm shit you not like Halloween especially one and two have been some of my favorite horror movies in my entire life like totally that and Scream the reasons I got into horror in the first place and you're telling me that this image that I've known so well like can get even better it was really I mean as much as I love the Amityville horror poster and the colors and the, the upside down crucifix silhouette so good this one had to take number one just because of the way that I never really saw it in, until somebody pointed it out to me and I'm like that's a banger. That's a win.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is one of those when I found out, it was like that moment where you 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 get told about the um, the arrow in the Amazon logo, the yep, A to Z,
0: exactly,
1: uh, and, and, and the other arrow in the, the um, FedEx. FedEx. Once You see it?
0: Oh, Neil, you have um. floored somebody out there listening who didn't know about that arrow. Good job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh uh, the, the, yeah, I uh, went down a hole again in a rabbit hole once about looking at unique logos, and it was like oh, I didn't spot any of them. <laughs> so, that's okay. I'm I, I, I'm in the wrong job. Yeah, I should be. I should quit doing this and just go and be no. a pencil pusher or something.
0: <laughs> nope, nope. Because then I can't bring you on the podcast as a poster guy anymore. <laughs> so that's an awesome list, man. I, I love your list. I love my list more, but that's okay. But I gotta say, I mean obviously people know you because you've been on here a handful of times this is you know your third time coming on here but it's cool for you to uh, usually I have you promote your work and we're about to do that again so get prepared but I never really got to sit and have you look at somebody else's poster work and see what excites you like what are the posters that Neil wants to throw up in his man cave you know and uh, I think you got and you know I limited it to horror so I know you'd have several but It's really cool to see what the kind of stuff you're into and knowing how you look at something.
1: So, yeah. Well, I mean, coming into this, I was kind of, I try. I was kind of like I could go for the obvious ones. I could do like Poltergeist and Rosemary's Baby and things like that, and which are all technically fantastic. But I was kind of, you know, I wanna. I, I thought I'd go from this from the angle of like like you said, the things that have inspired me to to think a bit more when i'm doing stuff or in the case of john alvin i replicate certain you know aspects of it um any any chance i get so yeah um just that's what i like about this kind of this sort of topic is because you could ask 100 people and you may never get a crossover right Unless, you know,
0: Unless people you. don't really
1: watch films and, uh, <laughs> um and you know people that don't watch films will only have ever seen the, the you know the five five famous ones um and I was kind of I, I was trying um I was trying not to sort of repeat ones that I've done before in other podcasts and it was sure
0: but you know, well, I appreciate um, that but favorite's a favorite I won't knock you for doing it and you talk about motivation I mean this is the poster that inspired me to stab pumpkins so here we go yeah
1: exactly (laughs) and uh, you know I always sleep with one hand under my covers because I'm not on Elm Street. But you know, <laughs> still trying to find yourself. Huh? Oh, you found it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still looking. Still oh, looking. Hey, <laughs> you may have a problem there, buddy. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Let's let's talk Neil Fraser now. We, we've talked about other people's work. Let's talk about your work. So people have heard you on here before, but just in case they haven't, uh, who are you, man? What do you do? And what do you got coming out soon?
1: Uh, I am—I um, don't know what you've got, a, a corporate, A corporate schmuck by day, um, push, <laughs> pushing the old corporate design um, pencil. But by, by evenings and weekends, I'm postering key artists, primarily in horror. Um, hopefully more people will actually get to see. This is the year, I've, I have promised myself, this is the year where I get it. to work on one of the big franchises. It's coming. It's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, but you know, I, I primarily work on sort of mid to lower budget films. But you know, don't don't feel too sorry for me. There's there's money to be made in those films. For but, sure. Um, and there's a lot of them. Um, so it keeps me in it keeps me in work, which is you know, there's a bit. I mean, I've stumbled across some fantastic indie films because of doing this, and I, Um some fantastic people and. Uh, sort of become embedded in the horror community, but r- miraculously, it still kind of boggles my mind a bit. That sort of where I find myself um, in the circles that I kind of um, travel in. Um, then I mean, like just kind of—it's almost like a, a bit of a dream. But um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Deal seventy eight. Um, or on Instagram Neil Fraser Graphics um, and you can you know Instagram I tend to just post work Twitter I post work and my insane ramblings Um, so feel free to to stop by and say hi and um, yeah I mean uh, you know but watch this space the thing, things will happen this year I promise
0: <laughs> that's right man and here we are uh, we're approaching the middle of April so is there anything you can tell us to be on the lookout for that you're allowed to talk about that uh, you've either recently done you know beginning of the year or maybe something that's coming up soon
1: um I am currently working on a film that I've been well, one of my favorite Low, lower budget indie films was a film called Bigfoot the Movie. And you might have seen me tweet about it the other week. Um, We've talked about it. Yep. Yes, which is from uh, Jared Show and um, Kurt Wooten, uh, who's also goes by Philadelphia Dad. Who seems to be his Philadelphia Dad character is extremely popular on on uh, Twitter and YouTube. Um, I have been picked up to work on the sequel, Bigfoot the Movie Two, which um, is amazing because I'd never I'd never really expressed how much I liked, I loved the film I just happened to see it like three or four years ago when it came out and just so happens that, that Kurt Wooten happened to see me online and he reached out and like hang on are you did you <laughs> do Big you. for the movie and, and then the, yeah we started talking and he said do you want, do you want to come on board for this, the sequel <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> So that's coming out to, that will be in theatres, select theatres, I think they say, um, uh, in the late spring. So okay. that's in post-production in a minute, so I'm kind of trying to <laughs> trying to get that out. Um, and I'm also working on a, a pilot uh, from John Lee Brody, who is... He was a malignant he was in star trek briefly <laughs> he's um a great guy a great actor a fantastic director he's you know, i spoke about him before he's james wan's sort of protege
0: yeah
1: um and i'm working on a, a uh, the poster for the pilot he's pitching called b-man um uh that's got a whole host of celebrity guests um may or may not have Freddie Prinze Jr. in it at some point, but um, you know that's rumours. I've heard nothing. Um, but uh, so I'm working on that. I've got I've got a few other projects that that kind of I'm waiting on. But I mean, I'm, I'm in a kind of a, a slow period at the minute. So if you are, if you are working, you know, you've got projects, <laughs> give Neil something to do, please. He's dying uh, here. <laughs> you well, the, the, the thing is, the more you see me post. Right. my own work that it means i don't time. have anything to do yeah. <laughs> so uh, does, I, does I, the I, same yeah, rule
0: apply with you coming on my show
1: no i i um you can't see but i'm working i've got my other my other pa- okay. um drawing tablet down here so I, I was working before i jumped on so there you go okay um okay. no 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 i i've come on here regardless of how busy i am you know that
0: just making sure I wasn't like, hold on a second here. Are you only coming on my show for the third time? Because you didn't have anything better to do. Well, I mean, it's, um,
1: it, 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 I'm not going to say it's not a coincidence that, 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 that I've been on three times in, <laughs> in a month that I haven't got any work, but, you know. It's just
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for everybody listening, if you happen to be involved in a major corporation of filmmaking, you know, I'm, I'm going to call you out. You need to give this guy something to do because can't have him on here a fourth time in one month. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, all right, Neil. Well, thank you for staying up late and doing this top five favorite horror posters episode, man. You have yourself a great day. You too, buddy. Wraps up another episode of the All Things Dave podcast. I took a breather. Kind of talked like William Shatner. But that's okay. Because Kirk is awesome. But uh, yeah, top five horror posters. What'd you guys think, man? Uh, uh, well, we had some pretty good lists. Only one crossover. Not too bad. And you know, when you have a list that consists of It Follows, Silent Night, Deadly Night, The Exorcist, The Amityville Horror, and Halloween you know which list was the best. But that's not a stab at Neil. No, 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 no. That's just promoting my good taste. But, um, you know, speaking of good taste, have you guys seen the posters that Neil does? I mean, I have him on my show because he's a friend of mine, but it doesn't have anything to do with the guy's talent, right? So, you've heard him on here before. We talk about what he does and his inspirations and everything, and his creativity is pretty mind-blowing what he's able to do on all these independent film posters and the fan posters he's made of these bigger movies that one day i pray he will get to work with so um you guys out there he has a store you know neil Fraser graphics find him on all his socials hit him up if you want him to you know potentially do some fan work for you i'm sure there's a commission time he said right now that uh, he's got a little bit of free time before he starts some more big projects so this would be the time to hit him up if you're inquiring to do so but uh yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode it was something that i thought he was the perfect guest for so we did it as far as me um find me on twitter at dave underscore phantom i'm starting to do these little in caps again because it's something i used to do and actually had a really good buddy who told me he missed it so i'm bringing it back and you know, I did it on the JR Book Walter episode, and I'm doing it here for you. Find me on social at Dave underscore Phantom, and find me on Facebook. I got a Facebook page for the All Things Dave podcast. I love to get some likes. I love to get some comments on there. If you guys want to show me some of your favorite horror poster episodes, I would love to see them. Let me know if there's something that I will be kicking myself for because I missed it. Just like when Neil was talking about Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and I was like, son of a bitch. I love that poster. But hey, it is what it is. Thank you guys so much for checking out the episode. And I'm going to hop up on there because um, I'm going to stumble on my words at the end. And I'm going to go watch some movies. Y'all have a good day.
1: It's the greatest story in sports.
0: Guard dropping straight back. Hit throws, has the ball, and it is
1: I'm Doug Russell, and this is Tales from 1265, an insider's look at football's most storied franchise. A franchise that has had its dynasties. This is the first Super Bowl trophy, and uh, it's something Green Bay can keep. We're going to have a, uh, a new trophy each year. And its rebirths. Every major football decision will be made by Ron Wolf. I realize I'm a Green Bay Packer now, and Maybe I can prove that I am worth the first-round pick next year, but just got to be patient. But I was really impressed with the coaching staff, with the whole organization, and with the direction the team is going. I think they, they have a total commitment to winning. Tales from 1265 is presented by Nicolay Law, your local award-winning injury lawyers. If you've been injured, get Nicolay. Wisconsin's winning team of lawyers that will get you back in the game. Tales from 1265 is a production of iHeartRadio Podcasts and is available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can't always see bad weather coming, so it's essential that you're able to see through it when you drive. Michelin wiper blades with advanced technology hug your windshield like a Michelin tire hugs the road, channeling away water, snow, and ice, so you can see clearly, drive confidently, and breathe easy. Michelin wiper performance, clearer than ever. Upgrade to Michelin premium wipers today at Walmart, Amazon, and other fine retailers.